What's up, everyone? JC here. And this week's black business shout out is Betta Butter, B-E-T-T-A-B-U-T-T-E-R. It is a black woman owned, operated, all natural organic skincare company birthed in Toronto, Canada in 2021. Better Butter provides skincare through elevation of self-care products that focus on skin health, skin moisture, skin love, and most importantly, self-love. Better yourself. That's B-E-T-T-A-B-U-T-T-E-R.com or on Instagram, B-E-T-T-A underscore B-U-T-T-E-R. Show them some love. Very dope products. I try it. It helps with the dry skin in the winter months. It's fantastic. Give them a shout. Welcome to the ABCs of Black Podcast, everybody, providing you with an American, British, and Canadian black perspective to showcase the beauty and diversity of the black experience in these three Western countries. I am the A, the ace, the greatest thing since banana bread, and my name is Redmond. And I am Ty. I am the B. I'm the British. I'm the T. The T. Oh, okay. The got tea. you. Got you. Got you. Got you. I'm got Ty you. the T and the T. I'm British. I like that. And I like I'm here for the gossip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm JC. I'm the blickety blackest man you've ever met in your life. <laughs> nah, but I'm all about black empowerment, pushing us forward, and remembering that we are not our past. 100%. That's beautiful. And today's topic is dating. We got some questions, some pre rating questions that we came up with that we're going to discuss. Yep. Amongst each other to get everybody's perspective, but I guess before we start, we should point out I'm single. Yeah, Ty, you you in a little Ty is in situationship. Situation. It's a situation but I'm single, technically. Yeah. Until further notice. Right? Until further notice. Oh, you're not you're not exclusive with nobody. Right now. I'm not technically exclusive. To technically, me. I like when people say technically because it's like, technicalities. Technically, it's I can go and do everything I want to do, but am I actually gonna go out and do anything? Yeah. No, because for myself and my body, one man to my mm, yeah, <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> and I stand by that. But I le- legally. Technically, okay. can do whatever I want. I'm sorry. And JC has been in a loving relationship for yes. How long now? This is the eighth year, eighth and year, I wow. am engaged to my wonderful fiance. Oh, so can you rub off on us, mate? <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna see what's going on. <laughs> we're gonna see what's going on because it's a new oh. day out here. So, first, we'll I guess we'll start with dating differences in each country. I'm an American. Ty is British. She's the T. JC is Canadian. What do y'all think? I guess, what are your perception of dating in these other countries? Can I just say, growing yeah. up watching TV mm-hmm. and watching Americans on TV, mm-hmm. dating seemed to be such a thing. The guys coming to the door, knocking on the door, asking the parents if he can take her on a date, or in the middle of school, like, I'm going to take you on a date, okay. And then you go out for pizza, you go to the movies, they're holding hands, and it's all this like romanticized version of dating. In the UK, it's very dusty. <laughs> very dusty nobody's giving their kids money to be taking no one to school um to on a date no one is buying flowers and mm. taking them to any door like no one we don't drive until like 18 and stuff and you barely are getting a car so no one's opening doors at 15 16 taking someone on a date in their in the car on their dad's car and like doing all of that stuff that is not happening in the uk we was netflix and chilling on the black or in someone's house before there was a netflix and chill mm-hmm. to be honest dating was chilling at his house uh, chilling on the block, maybe going like walking around Croydon, walking around Brixton, go get some like McDonald's and stuff like that, and chilling at McDonald's and just being on road. That was like dating, mm. to be honest. Maybe a movie here and there, but that normally happened once you were in the relationship. But the whole getting to know you situation until you make it official, there's not that level of dating. That man is not spending money on you until you are his actual girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, just for the American perspective, I actually don't feel like I'm qualified to talk about it. I didn't date a lot before I moved to Canada. That's hmm. sad. I was in a relationship for about four years, mm-hmm. and then I broke up with that girl shortly after. <laughs> that. Shortly before, excuse me, not mm-hmm. shortly after. Yeah. Shortly before, I moved to Toronto. So, so how did you court her? <laughs> Sound like my mom caught. Uh, we went to university together. Oh. Actually, we started off as friends. Mm-hmm. I was into her. She oh. went into me. Uh, but I kept trying. I kept trying. Game. Got you. I kept. I was like, yo, I'm feeling, you know, I just, we, you know, we hung out and shit as friends. 
And then I remember, <laughs> this is so whack now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was just like, yo, I give up, right? And I was like, you know what? This is going to be my last hoorah. And I, I bought her some roses and I gave her the roses. And I was basically like, goodbye. <laughs> <You know? laughs> what? I was, wow, okay. I was basically like, this is the end. You know what I'm saying? This is the loss of interest. And then. I was basically like, yeah, that was in my mind. I was just like, I'm just not going to try no more. You know what I'm saying? Maybe this is, and this is like a, this is like a year process. Right. And then all of a sudden she was playing. She was like, where you at? You coming around, you know, and then that turned into a four year relationship. Really? That doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. So that was, she wanted you to change. She didn't want to seem like she was too like, easy but also you had a relationship you was friends so it's like you don't want to you don't want to give into that too quick because yeah. it could ruin the friendship so I don't and then know, when just, you disappeared and she missed that space she realized actually she missed you taking up that space it was weird to me because i was like trying and i remember one day she kissed me once mm-hmm. randomly and i was like why'd you do that i don't know why i asked that now i think about it but i was like 20 Mm-hmm. And she was like, I wanted to see if there would be sparks. Oh, my God. <laughs> <And> I was <laughs> like, <laughs> after school special here. Listen, Disney <laughs> has done a number on Yo. us. <laughs> honestly. Because is that, I, not that to sidetrack. And, and I'm it, almost it 30 and it's a thing. And it's still really? a thing to me. Really? I'm not going to lie to you. And I don't bad. mind, I don't, obviously we don't mean actual literal sparks in our mind. Mm-hmm. But we want to know if we kiss. If we're gonna get that tingle, if we're gonna feel nervous, if it's gonna feel like a, a, a relief, like a relief, am I gonna feel comfortable? Am I gonna lean in it? Do I feel this like feeling, mm. or is it just gonna be like a mm, wet lips touching? I, I always Ch- get the tingle <laughs> with <laughs> your with time. your girl. No, every girl I've ever kissed, I every really girl. tingle. Oh yeah. No I would say them lips, that them I lips feel are like it. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> no preference for them lips. <laughs> I always get the tingle when I kiss, boy. What? Are you dumb? <laughs> we tingling. You've never had a bad kiss. Uh, no, really, really. Well, I don't just. I, have, I don't just be kissing. Oh, okay. Okay, so, oh, okay. 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 fair enough. You okay. know what I mean? I take back everything okay. I said. There. <laughs> Because yeah. there's people, you're not one of those people that be, some people be kissing the club. Yeah, that is, See, I've seen that, and that's gross to me. So no can judgment, I say, yeah, I'm just not Can I say, that. I've no. never been that person, yeah, but I recently did that. Straight, a random. And it was even in this pandemic. And oh. I was, could not believe that, I could not believe that I did that. And, but there was some like vibe and stuff. Obviously I was really, really drunk. Okay, I was not. I was very drunk and I was like, I went back to the UK just recently for the, for Christmas. Right. And I was obviously having issues in this country with mm. men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was just there in the club, like da da da, met this solution guy. And I was just like, eh, he was giving me the eye. I was like, ooh, ooh. And we kissed and I was just like, oh, this is a pandemic. But it was a really good kiss. Mm. What happened to that guy? Well, after we left that club, my all my friends got COVID. So I had to stay in the house oh. until I got my PCR. And I was only there for a certain amount of time. And if it was seeing my family or seeing this rando that you I kissed in the, the club. Rando. I could not see the rando that I was kissing in the club. You already kissed him. Clearly he didn't I have gotta COVID. I got to see my nieces. I got to see my nephew. You can't see them. Well, I, had to, I couldn't. No, I still had to wait uh-huh. to make mm-hmm. sure I didn't have it. So why didn't so you go when, check the rando? But I might have had it. So I had to stay well, in the house. Yeah, so then know. now he has it. Yeah, so we <laughs> right, yeah. T- everyone took tests and we had to wait. And then my friends had it, but I didn't have it. And then when I did, ha- when I realized I didn't have it, I had to see all the people that I didn't see in that time that I couldn't see anyone. If that mm. makes Damn. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. That was your husband. <laughs> oh, I hope not. <laughs> she shot a shot. That would shot. have been so <laughs> she sad. Shot a shot. It felt good to shoot a shot, though. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, there you go. Actually, you know, earlier we were talking about a guy that if we saw, and I actually did. I, I am notorious to like see sometimes seeing people in on a dance floor mm-hmm. and then just go and dance with them. And okay, sometimes it's like not that. because I'm actually attracted to you, it's just because it's a vibe. Right. And I like that song, so I'm gonna dance with you. That's the West Indian in you. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't think a lot of people, Canadian or American, understand that when West Indian people go and dance with each other. Her dancing with me does not mean oh that she likes me. Oh my god, that is I do not go into that thinking shift. that oh she, she, that, that mm. means she likes me. That's my girlfriend. Facts. No, no, no. I took a dance. That mm. is also and a, a minute later issue. I was off and I went away to to look for another girl to dance with. 
do you know how many regular parties I like, put this in quotes because we're not talking about soca fet because mm. if a soca fet you go and dance with someone you dance with them for like two songs and you go about your day and you might not see them ever again and that is okay exactly. but the dance was great we gave it at all and that was it mm. but there's sometimes you go to regular parties and you dance with them and it's almost like because you dance maybe too good with them to that st- to that song <laughs> they think that that means you You're like them and like they want to just be holding onto your and again that's men don't do that literally holding onto a woman's waist as she tries to walk away nah, is so uncomfortable it is actually unacceptable and just because i danced with you a certain way for one song does not mean that i have to be with you for the rest of the night mm-hmm. the yeah, same way you buying me one drink does not mean i have to be with you for the rest of the night got you mm-hmm. so jc what's it like dating in canada for you prior to we talking broker with money because <laughs> there's Cause a difference it's two and very i appreciate different experiences <laughs> i guess both, both. <laughs> Okay, so I started working right out of high school. I'm mm. I'm an electrician. Right. Right? So I was very fortunate where at 18, I already had a pretty, su- not substantial, but I had a steady yes. income coming in. Ka-ching. You know what I mean? You know? So pre-construction days, it was simple things. Like, like girls used to come to my neighborhood. I'm from Scarborough. Mm-hmm. And girls from, su- from, like, the suburbs and all over the different places, they would come to the neighborhood. And honestly... A nighttime walk around my neighborhood was was a date. I can't tell you the amount of girls that love simple shit like that. Mm. Grab a slushy, go for a walk, go. Gra- we really do. Yeah, go hang out. <laughs> watch watching uh, little kids play soccer at the rec center and all that. Oh. Kind of, like like all that kind of simple basic stuff. You know your movies, your your mm. your like five dollar mm. matinees. You know you split a popcorn, all that regular stuff. That was cool. Now, when the money came into play, especially like, let's say, uh, early to mid 20s, when you had a bit more disposable cash, Mm -hmm. that's when dating was fun because I felt like because, you know, we were talking earlier about you don't want to waste time. Right. Right. I feel like I hit a certain point where it's like, yo, I don't want to take you for a walk. I don't want to spend all night talking on the phone. Let's go on a date. Right, Let's see how right. you look in heels. Right. Can you right. dress? Can you hold a conversation? Do you turn into a maniac after two, two drinks? drinks? Right. You know right. what I mean? And yeah. it's like what once that came into play, it's like the uh, uh, how do you act at sporting events? How do you act at concerts? You know what I mean? And dating was a lot of fun, but similarly, the hard part is you spend a ton of money, money. on yeah. relationships yeah. that don't go anywhere. That's yeah. true. You That's know true. what I mean? But even even uh, bumping into my girl, we started we started dating. Our first date was let's get some drinks, mm-hmm. and then that went so well that it's like, yo, are you hungry? You want I know I know another dope spot we could get some food. She's like, sure. We went there. Now we're having a really good time. We end up going to the strip club. I love really? That. Oh my god! Okay. Perfect yeah. Date. Perfect we went to the strip club. Date. You know what I mean? And 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 again, we're in there, and. There's a stripper sitting down next to her that just takes a seat and they start talking and having yep. this long conversation like mm. they were the best of friends, like they've yep. known each other since high school. I and I'm sitting strippers. there like, I'm feeling myself. Like, this girl, stripper, <laughs> <laughs> doing her thing. It was a beautiful thing. So I've I've had a myriad of experiences with uh, 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 dating, but I've never dated using um, dating apps. And I was dating, obviously social media was around, Mm -hmm. but it was nothing that social media is right now. Wow. I feel like that just made me hopeful, bro. I'm literally, I'm looking at you with like, with, was it blurry eyes? I'm literally just hoping that I'm praying. Roast in it. No, but, no, I'm joking. not rose-tinted glasses <laughs> because now, we know that all relationships are not all perfect. However, I just love the fact that also, can I just say mm-hmm. that when you are dating someone, for you to truly understand and know a person, you need to see them interact with other people. 100%, so that is the problem 100%. with the Netflix and chill and you're just stay, right. you're only dating them, quote unquote, in someone's house or your house and having dinners where it's just you two. You could be with someone... F- 
on and off for over a year or two and not really know them because you don't see them interact with somebody right, else. Right. How they, tr- how other people, how people treat other people mm-hmm. really shows right. more about their character right. um, than how they just treat you behind closed doors. No, right. So you want to go and, and try different things. Yeah, go bowling, see how competitive they are. Right, right. See them with their friends and see what how they interact within that group. Be like, out. Be out. Right. I want right. to know if you're going to be rude to the waiter. Right. 100%. I was right. going to say the same thing. Do you know what I mean? I want to know when you're with your friends, are you really rude and aggressive to them or do they sun you and make you like go and pick up everyone's drinks and stuff right. like that like but you're when you're with me you try to like throw your rate around like you're some like do you know how many guys i have dated that when you're in a one-to-one setting give this like fake ego as if they're like these boss men in charge mm-hmm. and then you see them with their friends and really like someone is sunning them and mm-hmm. that's the reason why you come and you give one-on-one with me and you kind of want to be maybe rude maybe a bit aggressive and it's like you could only throw that weight with me with you. you could never do that with your boys and you need to see that that really this man is an idiot right so jason you brought up the social media thing and um, one of the questions we want to get into is, what do you guys think, or how has social media affected navigating the dating market? As an outsider, I'll just give this one hypothesis. If Ty has 1,500 followers, if Red has 1,500 followers, Ty posts a pic, Red posts a pic, and you guys get 150 likes on that pic. Mm-hmm. I wonder if... People are prematurely ending real life relationships because a they're getting validation from social media, but they also think they have more options than you really do. Mm -hmm. Because if every like costs that person twenty five cents, I don't think all these people would be getting likes. That's a good point. I agree. So I just I wonder if it's inflating people's uh, or or um, uh, blurring people's sense of reality. I used to follow a lot of uh, IG models. For sure. Booty. Booty models. Literally probably like 100 yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Right? That was just when I was first getting involved in, in Instagram. I'm like, yo, shit. That's what people do. Out Absolutely. here. You right. know what I mean? You Where had you seen that before? You, exactly. Right? So then I've learned that I would subconsciously just like everything. Mm-hmm. Just, just double tap, double tap, double tap because I'm trying to double tap. Anyways. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Just that rewind took, 15 seconds. Well, it took me a minute, but yeah. Okay. And um, then one of my homies was like, yo, every girl with a big this and a that you like, like, goddamn. And I was like, oh, shit, I didn't even know people could see, could see that. that. Yeah. See that. And Instagram's I was like, mixy. yo, what? And then I was like, okay. And then I looked back and my friends would send me pictures of the girls I've liked mm-hmm. and I would be like I don't even remember Liking seeing them. this picture for sure like I would it would just be like over my head and there's a fantasy element to it right is why you liked it and then I follow a bunch of people I, I follow more people I know than Instagram models but they would be in the feed like they mm-hmm. would I would miss stuff people were like you don't like one friend was like you don't like pictures do you I was like no, I don't like taking them. Like, I wasn't understanding what she was asking. Mm. She's like, no, liking them on on Instagram. I was like, I didn't even see the picture. Mm-hmm. So many people. Your algorithms all oh, messed up. I wish I could reset yeah. mine. Because um, also, those people post on a consistent basis, and they you do. like them, right. they yeah. will be shown to you every so, time they post. But if someone only posts once every month. I, I had to, I was like. Likes. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be harder to find. I got to stop following this. I was like, I got to stop following this. This okay. is giving me. I feel like we had a conversation yeah. at New Year's once. With, I did my um, purge. Um, we we <laughs> was year two thousand. Two thousand. We yeah. had a conversation about mm-hmm. all of the excuse me, sorry. Instagram girls we follow and stuff, and mm-hmm. the perception. And at the time, I was like, Nah, I just you know, I like this. And then later on, I was like, Yo, this is messing with me because mm-hmm. this yeah. is like these are the type of women I like, mm-hmm. and these are popping up, but these aren't the women I'm meeting in the real world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was having a hard time recognizing that, like, a girl may not be exactly what I like. Even though I like her, I'm attracted to her, she wouldn't be necessarily what I'm, like, and picturing because I'm following whoever, Instagram models, whoever she is. 
And I had to unfollow a mm-hmm. lot of it. I had mm-hmm. to unfollow a lot yeah. of it. And as soon as I unfollowed it, honestly, my I feel like my mental health got better. Went and way then, up. And I feel like my interactions with women, like just subconsciously, got much better mm-hmm. than yeah. Jin just trying to like. And seeing those melons and inflatable. Because it's 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 too much of a good thing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. are the women just not yeah. realistic? Because it's not real. Exactly. First of all, it's too much of a good thing because it's everybody loves face, boobs, butts. We all right. love it, 100%. men and women, but. A constant feed of yeah. that. It starts to almost feel pornographic. No, true. Now, what was starting to bother me is I started losing appreciation for these women, their faces, their bodies, because they it was all the same thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody had the, the the perfectly done makeup. It was mm-hmm. the same hair, the same baby hairs, the same <laughs> cup size, <laughs> the same <laughs> no waist, yeah. the same butt. And it's like, I'm just thinking, like, I remember when I was in high school, the girls with the big butts didn't have boobs. The girls with the big boobs didn't, didn't have, have butts. butts. Yep. And it's like, then there was the girls who were like, like outstandingly gorgeous. Right. They didn't have anything. Yeah. They didn't have boobs or butts, but it was variety. Right. And they were yes. all beautiful. They all had, to, but it's like every single, I had hundreds of women I'm following. It's like your face is 10, your chest is 10, your, you have, yeah. and you have no waist. How? How do you have it's a big crazy. old ass and no waist? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Doctor Wong, did you say Doctor Wong? Doctor Wong, that's just doctor, just a doctor, but there's also actually a Doctor Wong. Okay, so what about you, Ty? You think how do you think it affected you as a woman? You know, uh, we're giving you the male perspective. Us to be honest, this. I actually wasn't on dating apps um, until I came here, and I literally was on Tinder. I met like a few people, and then I'm now speaking to one that I met on Tinder, mm-hmm. and then I've been on Hinge on and off, and not really taking it seriously. So I haven't been one to really invest a lot of time and hope into dating apps because i am someone who prefers to meet people in person build relationships with them before it gets to that situation so yeah dating apps for me hasn't really been the one i feel like social media does give the perception i think that you have more options than you really do. Mm. Just because people are following you and liking your pictures does not mean that they will actually like you. Like they will like your personality. They will connect and vibe with your personality. So sometimes it's like I, you could be in a relationship or talking to someone, you know, in a real life, Mm. like in real (laughs) life, and then be comparing it to this man that is always liking your pictures and putting how beautiful you are and maybe DM you, Mm -hmm. giving you sweet compliments. But in real life, that man would be a douche. Like that man would never actually give real compliments to you like that if he was your girlfriend he probably has a girlfriend Mm -hmm. and he probably doesn't compliment her the way that he's complimenting you so it's just like that perception and that social interaction i just feel like we can't put too much weight on these people that we're meeting on socials sometimes all right my next question for y'all why do you think dating is difficult in the black community (sighs) it's just so many things Mm -hmm. it's so many things it's not one thing um but i feel like uh, we can go back into the traumas of the past i feel like a lot of people have triggers and issues that they don't deal with in terms of single family households people not having fathers in their in their life like whether it's daddy issues as a woman and as a man Mm -hmm. lucky land slots asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you could get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details are men that are you know were raised by just like single parent households with their moms and maybe have been you know treated on a level of care that they then expect from their woman and she feels that she doesn't need to raise another man there's also women that are you know financially uh, more educated and and financially doing better and there's that 
issue with women making more than men and, and and that being an issue and black women feeling like they have to be strong and being presenting themselves very masculine sometimes and not allowing them to be feminine with their man and that also being an issue there's so many things as to why this place mm-hmm. <laughs> is a dangerous sad dusty place to be <laughs> i'm telling you to navigate is really hard and we all need therapy mm-hmm. to be honest Absolutely. and also 100%. there is more black women than there are black men in the world in the world well, there are there's more women, women in, in the world okay yeah. in general how it should be yeah. and and then if you <laughs> then say men that again if we want to go around the whole in prison situation mm. like and black men that are not in prison black men that are not dying and and having that like there's just less and less actual good quality black men to date and i feel like there are more black women good quality black women than there are good quality black men. Yeah, but I mean, men. both, black, both for them. black men and women are having difficulties dating. So, like, what are things that apply to both sides? I I think the, 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 they both apply to the, both sides. I think because there's more women, men, black men have more choice right now in terms of if you are a, a, a successful, what what's that, what's that running term now that everyone... Not high performing. What's the high value man? High High value value man. man. If you are a high value black man, you have the picking. Absolutely. Because Mm -hmm. there's less of you Mm -hmm. and there's more of us. Mm -hmm. There are more black women, more educated, more financially in a certain level than there are black men in in the same arenas. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that therefore you have more to choose from. So unfortunately, in this dating game where normally it's like it should be in most cultures, it's like the woman is the prize. It's now gone into this weird shift where black men seem to feel like they're the prize and that then women have to be really auditioning for them instead of it being that a black man or a man is coming to court and audition for a woman as it used to be back in the day. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. But do, do you want that back in the day thing where men are auditioning for the woman? I, I liked when it was more of like a, well, f- I, I liked when it was more of a courting situation, but I don't know because that wasn't, but the idea of a courting situation and a man um, wanting to build that with that one woman and, and stuff, I, I want that. That's what most women want. They want to feel like it's about them and the focus and the priority is on them. But I just feel like there's just so much options mm. for men now. I think on a deeper level, what I've noticed is there's a general mistrust between black men and black women Yeah, where a lot of black men are feeling like women are only after that one thing, right. which is your money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And a lot, a lot of uh, <laughs> black women feel that they're going to be in a relationship with someone who doesn't respect mm-hmm. them. And both both perspectives are coming from a scarcity mentality mm-hmm. instead of a men- mentality of abundance. Right. And it's 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 crushing the game because if if a if any black person is coming into a romantic relationship with some kind of sneaky suspicion that the other person has an ulterior motive, then it's it's going to sink the ship before it even has a chance right. to leave the dock. Right. And I don't know how we combat that because people love looking at the worst case scenario right. yeah. where this guy was vicious and horrible to his woman or this woman married this guy, had a bunch of kids for him and then left in like a thief in the night with half of his money, mm-hmm. yeah. right? But mm-hmm. that's that's just not the norm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and again, we keep talking about it, but it's like therapy. Mm-hmm. Will help you to realize mm-hmm. that yo those those terrible tragic situ- uh, circumstances for other people aren't what's going to happen to you. But mm-hmm. again, I just feel like between reg- traditional media and social media, and 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 reality TV and all right. this yeah. shit, right. it's just constantly yeah. the worst examples yeah, of, exactly. of of of, of relationships. Like there's no like put Bill Cosby to the side. <sighs> Heathcliff Huxtable and Claire Huxtable, where are the reality shows just highlighting the f- like the um the the functioning relationships right. where right. there's dispute and conflict, but it's 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 not the black man raising his hand and it's not the black woman mm. um snapping her fingers and cussing him out. Right. Where's all that? And then on a on a more surface level, condoms have ruined everything. <laughs> if there's no fear of pregnancy, 
then you can just go oh, get what do. you okay, want, yeah, okay, both yeah, parties. Yeah, yeah. But everybody mm. gets what they want with no fear of repercussion. Okay. okay. Once condoms and At first and, I was like, what the hell? But <laughs> once now condoms and birth control come into the play. <laughs> yeah. Remember, you used yeah, to have no, to. The risk true. is not as and high. We're talking way back old day shit, right? right? Yeah. But you used to have to go, yo, talk to her, tell your dad that you're interested in a girl, or whatever the case may be. Talk to her dad, talk to her brothers, uh, patriarchy, patriarchy, patriarchy. Right, right, yeah. right. But <laughs> you got you got that girl's number, or you got her contact information, and you had to date for a very short amount of time, but you couldn't date forever, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. Because it, it it wasn't this thing where like you were just you were just gonna date and date and date and date perpetually. You had to put a ring on it. You had to lock it down. You had to make some kind of grand gesture saying, "This is the woman I want. This this is this is my person." And then, whether you, before marriage or after marriage, you had sex, mm-hmm. right? You have sex. There's a chance for having a baby, whatever the case may be. But you put a ring on her finger so you could get some ass. Mm-hmm. Now, if she can get fulfillment and I can get fulfillment, and there's no chance of a uh, 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 a child or even uh, STI, yeah. Mm-hmm. What are we dating for? The moment mm. you, the moment you, you, you have, so you, you're saying you leave a toenail clipping on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Because there's nothing to tie me to you. <laughs> for me, I think a lot of it is I see it all the time when I'm talking to different people. I feel like there's people's expectations, and then there's reality. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a lot of people want to shoot for the stars. You know what I mean? And, and, and which is which is cool. But sometimes I'm hearing some of these things people want or don't want from somebody. And I'm just been like, can you? what do you, you think? There's a, a video list? game. You can just create your character. Right. Create your you can just snap your fingers and find yeah, your partner. It don't that, work yeah. like that. Yeah. But You're can not, you also tell us what some of these things are, please? Like, what do you mean? What things women that you think are shooting for the stars? Because sometimes I feel like men say that women are shooting for the stars and their lists are unrealistic. But when you hear the list, it seems good to me. I I wasn't. (laughs) I didn't even say enough for me. I didn't even say. (laughs) I didn't say women. I said people. I was talking about mm, both sides. Well, yeah, we can talk about that. Both sides. But yeah, yeah, I think that I I I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Yeah, you you can. You don't want to say it. I feel like I'm gonna be honest with you. I noticed that a lot of people want these humanistic characteristics from a person. Then they also want something like height, mm-hmm. and those things are just not synonymous with each other. Mm-hmm. You know in what, what way? As in, like, just because a person is tall, you, that checks off one box, but they probably ain't gonna check off all the they humanistic yeah. characteristics. And I'm not saying there aren't tall people that but, are like that. I'm just saying but the chances what, of finding that in a package deal mm-hmm. is is very rare. But this is Explain what. But, but, but this is mind. but this is what I'm saying. So if a woman has a list where she's like, I want a man who's six foot. He makes uh, maybe over a hundred or a thousand hundred thousand dollars a year. Um, he owns his own property. He uh, likes to travel. Um, mm-hmm. He is uh, family orientated and um, um, I don't know. Got a big dick. Can cook or <laughs> is faithful and can cook. Yeah, or, or and has a big dick. Yeah, those things. All of those things. Ev- that's shooting for the stars. Yeah. No, we're not. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What of that is sh- shooting for the stars? The hundred k and the six foot. Okay, but where's the, where's the where's the where's the? My thing is where the humanistic characteristics she, you want. She want it, where she makes hundred k. Well, th- this this is all I'll say. So, le- getting into my Kevin Samuels bag for just a half second, <laughs> yeah. don't kill me, Ty. Yeah. But I try not to use his talking points because he's super well versed in what he talks about. I ju- right. I'll just take I'll ju- I just use the little tidbits that I have a good understanding of. What percentage of, let's just say, black men make over a hundred grand a year, right? So let's say let's say it's let's say it's five percent of black men make make um a uh, hundred grand a year. Yeah, you could check. The problem is that one requirement has shrunk your options down so tight, and not only so tight, so concentrated that you are now focused on that one specific set of guys with every other woman who puts value in that. Now there's nothing wrong with having it. But it's like, yo, are you going to let your 20s, early, mid, early 30s, early 40s, 50, are you going to let all that go 
focusing in on this one guy, especially when every year there's a new crop of women who are younger than you, just as attractive as you, and who that guy making that kind of money now has the options for. And my only thing is, I just feel that in certain scenarios, women's preferences respectfully have shifted from uh, uh, someone who makes me feel secure, someone who loves me, someone who respects me. It's turned away from these core things that you want that are going to make you Mm -hmm. a better person. And now it's turned into all of these things that can benefit me societally. Okay. Because, sorry, but a a six foot four muscular shithead is a shithead. (laughs) A guy who's making 150,000 a year, who's Mm -hmm. constantly berating you on your looks Mm -hmm. is, is whack. And, and maybe it's a, a social media thing, but it's like, I it just I feel like you're cutting your you're you're cutting yourself off mm-hmm. at the knees looking for these things that kind of don't matter. No, now okay, a hundred percent I agree with that. But some of the things that you you listed, which I feel like are obviously a given. Nobody wants people want someone who makes them feel secure, that makes them feel happy, that does da, 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 like those things are a given. Nobody is picking someone who is an asshole in their eyes. So when people say, "What's your list?" Sometimes we're not gonna do the. Your list is too long. It's too many fifty thousand things. Well, if I put in, he needs to be kind. He needs to be sweet. He needs to be this. He needs to be that. Which, in my mind, are obviously givens. He needs to be nice to me. Like in my mind, he needs to be respectful and all those things. That's a given. So I'm not gonna put those on my list because my list gonna be fifty. So instead, I'm just gonna put the ten things, which is like uh, he must like, you know, maybe sports, or he likes. Uh, he must have, you know, a car or or those things because those things are not in my mind given to everyone like they're not like everyone's lifted would be that you want to be with someone who's respectful yeah but does that do you you get what i mean yes i get what you're saying but i also feel Mm -hmm. like some of the things on the list like are they must-haves are they negotiable like is this this negotiable like you said he has to have a car we live in a city that you can really get around the city very easily by public transit Mm -hmm. is that an issue are you not, you don't. So this is, for me, no, but for some people that is a non-negotiable and I don't feel like we mm. should tell people that that should not be a non-negotiable or if that's shooting for the stars because it's a non-negotiable. No, I get, if somebody, one, especially if you have, especially if you have it yourself, if I drive and I have a car and I want someone who also drives and has a car, why can't I have that? Why yeah, can't but I want that? I, I get what you're saying. I agree with you, right? But at the same time, are you selling yourself short? Because are of you, that, are, you, are you missing out? Are you missing out on somebody? I hear you, but if people are willing to miss out, let the people because miss my out. thing is, <laughs> <laughs> what we're saying a lot of people are missing out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's not everybody's not in relationships. And, and, and what I'm saying is not about oh, black women need to take their 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 value system. No, 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 no. I'm just worried about the overall health of the black community. Because again, our original question was, what's going on? Uh, why is it so hard to date? In the black community. Right. My small sample size is I work with a lot of Italians and a lot of Portuguese. And 26, 27, they're married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're starting their family. They're buying mm-hmm. their houses together. They're getting it rolling. And my only fear is that extrapolate out 30 years, we've got a bunch of black people where women decided to uh, uh, get their money and the men have decided to get their money separately. Yeah. It's like, well, where are we going to be? Because all of the, it seems... Like all of the other races are are still on that old play of getting together because early a lot of other races together. are raised, even their men, to be married and to to be married and to be husbands. Right, black men are not doing that. Black men are not black. The the way that w- in terms of again what we were speaking earlier in terms of what your grandmother said to you, and I was surprised that that's what your grandmother said to you, is because we are seen as women. You are raised to be like, eventually you need to be getting married, you need to be having kids. But the black men in our community are not raised to be husbands and providers yeah. for their household. But I think it's not as put an a, an importance is not put on it. I feel like nowadays it's like you know you guys want to be feminist so everyone you gotta go halves like what would you mean everyone has to bring home the bacon but then it's like you want a wife to be a certain type of way and i just feel like i feel you know i I feel like the biggest thing honestly i definitely think especially in toronto there's a big communication gap between men and women fair enough yeah and and i think the biggest thing is that we just do not communicate well with each other not not effectively we don't i sometimes i'm just like 
what are you saying to me? Right. You know what I mean? Like, there have been times where, let's say, a woman likes the guy. The times women have liked me has been so indirect that it's gone over my head. Yeah. That I haven't even been like, okay, whatever. Well, I'm going to just do my thing. Mm -hmm. And then later on, you're like, oh, well, I didn't. Why didn't you just say, you know what I'm saying? You know, because the guy is supposed to, you know what I'm saying? It's like shit like that. I'm just like, yo, if you guys would be a bit more direct. But do you think these Portuguese women and these women are being direct? No, these men are going after them. They, I that's don't know. Their job. I don't know, but I don't know. Italians have been mad direct. They're not being mad direct. But this they is, are, this is, this you is are going. This is what I'm saying. You want women. You want the old school treatment, but then you don't want to do the treatment no. that gets the old school results, which is men are going out and going for their this women. Is, this is, we're having an assumptions because they're getting married that this is what's happening with, no, right, with the old school Italians. values is in, in Italians is that, again, similar to what you were saying before, is the coming to speak to your dad and saying that I'm interested or, you know, that it's a family friend or whatever. Or in school, you like that girl and you go and speak to that girl. Okay. That is those constructs, those those um, gender norms, those gender roles are still very strong in those communities. Yeah, but here's the thing, though, and I was telling this to a friend: society is not the same. No. So with society not being the same, you can't expect the same level of human interaction when it comes to dating. Mm -hmm. But if we have, okay, go on. I know people are saying people are you can't compare dating to eras because it's a whole different it's a social very climate, different thing, right? So it's unfair to say, oh, this is X, Y, Z 50 years ago, when 50 years ago, you better hope you got that phone call at 8 o'clock because that was the only time you had to chat with that person. Mm -hmm. Whereas now people are like, you didn't text me good morning, and we're losing our minds. You know what I mean? So the whole, it's a whole different dynamic, and we have to, we can't say these, we have these old school, old way traditions. We have to adapt to the current which I hear society. you, but if we adapt to the current society, we're getting the dating situation that we're getting now. But there's other cultures that are still stuck to the old school traditions of dating, and they are obviously working out and having the but well, not we, even working out, but they're having uh, similar versions of dating and marriage as yeah, they had like, in the past. The thing but is, if we go with social constructs of women going out in the, and there's um, people paying halves and halves and all of this sort of stuff, yeah, then. You're going to get what we're getting here. Here's my thing. I feel like that's unfair to say that's the thing because we've never done it the other way. What do you right? mean? Who's not done like, it the other way? It's never been a social, uh, a socially acceptable for women to really do, uh, pursue men. That's not a thing, right? So, like, we've not done it. So there's not really enough evidence to say that it won't work out because we haven't really done it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not been done. We're just now getting into this mindset of, Okay, women will approach or this, that, and the other. You know what I'm saying? A lot oh, of people oh, here's a, sorry, but here's a question. I don't know this to be fact, but I wonder if in the Italian, Portuguese, Indian, maybe even Asian communities, I wonder if they're having so much success with marriage because there isn't the stipulation of uh, they want their man to be six foot. He, mm. They want him to make this they much. They have the same preference because. A lot of, uh, one thing I will say is a lot of cultures, they put emphasis on the betterment of the family mm -hmm. and the culture. And I feel that maybe mm -hmm. as black people, due to our years of trauma, we put a lot more relevance on making ourselves happy. Yeah. That, that, so society, no, because so, I so don't, check this are out. Are you guys I, kidding me? No, because I don't, these I don't, people. In Indian culture will not allow you to marry into another family unless they have a certain education and financial background. So you're telling me that now black people are finally saying, I need my man to be, have a degree, have this, da da da. It's too much when Indians are not allowing no, for that's generations not, that's not what we to get married. That's without not what I'm those saying. That's not what if that's the case, but because then... it's not six foot, it's not six foot in India. No, that's but not what he has a hundred k. That's no, that's not that's not. What he's saying. That's not right? what I'm saying. And and also I'm saying if we're right to start doing what the other races are doing, then how come we're not married as much as they are anymore? Okay. What he's saying the is these societies we were, have a high value for people. It's like we're a very Western world is very high individualistic yes. society. Right? Yeah. Whereas those Asian cultures is not. It's all about the family. It's all about 
getting things together. So because of that, it changes the dating dynamics because of those values they have. We're really more about ourselves. And those Asian countries are more about the family and the people. Right. I hear what you're saying, but these things that you're saying are individual requirements are normally chosen with the hopes that it's going to be for the betterment of my family and my family legacy. Most people are not asking for 100K just because they only want to take trips to Dubai for their personal gain in that relationship. They're doing that because they know that financially that will then put their families and the family they build and have in a better financial situation further down the line. Indian families have been doing that for years. Chinese families have been doing that for years. It's actually black people, especially when we talk about, our, uh, depending on where you was raised, but for some cases, our parents, my mum or the generation before, in terms of allowing people to just marry people or be in relationships over vibes and liking people and maybe having similar cultures and enjoyment, yeah? That's how I feel like majority of black culture relationships have been around and less around those, those um, those uh key indi- i don't know key things like marriage um money and outcomes you just over vibes has obviously not been very b- beneficial for the economic success of black families thus far it hasn't i feel like our parents married more on vibes than on these things and i don't feel like it's been actually helpful for black b- black people and black families where we are today actually b- marrying four six figures had this degree or whatever i feel like has actually been in uh, uh placed on a pedestal for chinese and indian families which is why they're probably doing better than we are because they have importance on that so actually those things are required to be married which means most most of their kids are gonna want those things because they know in order to be a person or a high value man in their culture you must have those things you must be a doctor you must be a lawyer you must be those things Mm. and that's why they thrive for those things we just want to find a man in a dance that we like and have babies i feel like it's also important to note that like oppression is no and a hundred percent those things are there i'm not saying involved with that you know what I mean? But I'm so. saying now where we are now as women or men as well, but as women, and we're now finally putting, seeing that that has been successful in, in the Jewish community. community. We've seen it's been uh, beneficial in the Indian community. We're now saying we want to put those things and everyone's like, mm, she thinks too, she thinks too much for herself or she, she wants these things and it's too much of a list. Why? Because we all know if we want that better lifestyle, actually those things are important. It's not because I want a Birkin bag for my birthday. It's because actually my kids will probably be able to go to Switzerland on a ski trip. It's a difference. And I want that. I understand that. All I'm going to say is <laughs> if you got, I will leave it with this. If one of your requirements is that a man makes a hundred grand, then you are missing out on a lot of dudes that are making 40, 50, and 60,000 in pursuit of that guy that makes 100 grand. Mind you, there might be a lot of guys that make less and be in a better financial position because they take care of their shit. They don't have no debt. And you can, these, and as you know, the more money you make, the more problems, the more expenses, mm-hmm. and you probably aren't managing as well. You could, you could be a 100K guy with a 650 credit score. Right. You could be a 50K guy with an 850 or whatever. And as, as someone who's, whose best year, was like a hundred and fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. If I if I was in a relationship, the relationship would have ended because for me to get that hundred fifty that hundred fifty thousand, I didn't have time for anybody that mm. year. I was at work, mm-hmm. and that's the other aspect that I'm not talking about women, but people in general have to understand. The, the Bill Gateses, the Jeff Bezos, the 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 the, the and I'm, I'm, it's a shame that I don't know more uh, wealthy black businessmen. Mm. But the fact of the matter is, those type of dudes with those uh, 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 super lucrative careers, they don't have time for right. their women. Your job, you are you are going to be relegated to to holding down the fort. Which I I 100 understand that to an extent. 
However, there are also Russell Wilsons who, with their success, with their time away, also know that when they do carve out time for their family, they are so invested. They are so focused in that moment that sometimes them being away, maybe you don't feel it as much because when they are present, they are present. So there are ways around it. And all I'm saying is when you have those lists, you shoot for the you shoot for the stars and hope you land on the moon. You know that one where it's like all in the clouds or something like that. Mm-hmm. That those lists sometimes are non-negotiables for people. I understand that, especially if you have the, that level of success for yourself. And I feel like you should have no way to you should feel no way to say that that is what you're aiming for. The, I, the only thing I can say about Russell Wilson is he's been a millionaire since he was since he was what twenty one years old. Right. He is the one percent of one percent in the entire NFL. I think there's been twenty five thousand people mm-hmm. since the NFL since career. it's inception. No, 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 not average career since NFL started, started to oh, right, right now. Right. Only twenty five thousand people yeah. right. have ever played in. Mind there. you, now Russell Wilson, he can pour into his family because there's an off season. Right. But even that is a very specific line of work because now Russell Wilson, the um the 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 tech giant, there is no off season for his money. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be doing I look at my homegirl, she's a lawyer. 75 hour work weeks, right. standard. I right. hear that. So so my thing is it's just I, I understand that people have non-negotiables for how much someone makes, but that money that you want doesn't necessarily mean that there will be any yeah. time to pour love into you. No, listen, there is always time to pour love. Into you. you know when they say if he wants to, he will make it. He will do it, or he will make it work, or whatever. Even it. Listen, even if you only have an hour a day, how you make someone feel with that one hour is all that matters. But I think it's also important Some what's pe- who you end up being your mate, who you. Uh, put commit with and who ends up being your mat your mate has to be someone who is understanding of your journey for sure however right. most people that ask for these things do understand like we're not just put most people you think are just pulling things out of the air and adding it to their list people are aware of what comes with especially if someone also works on that level is aware of what it takes to be yeah. on that level but- and knows the sacri- sacrifices that might be required however again if when you can be present, you are present and you are able to have all these other attributes in that time, some people are okay with that. Yeah. I mean, with the Russell Wilson thing, he's an outlier. To Absolutely be an like, outlier. And he's also, he's a black quarterback, which is like an outlier. bigger outlier. But there's right? tech people that are big 100000 every year and they work nine to five. Yeah, but we're not talking Ooh. about them though. We're talking about Russell Wilson. There are tech people in Toronto that are making... 100k a year mm-hmm. and they work nine to five i know women and men currently that make are over 100k a year are they married and they no they why are why not but but they're because they're young they're, they're, they're in the, like not everyone is 30 needs to be married some are in a relationship some are not in relationships but they're not married at this moment but they're making 100k a year so it's possible to also have that. Not everyone has to be an entrepreneur. Some people can also work nine to fives, I, I which means cap. that you could do. What do you mean that's cap? I think. I think. I think. And 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 in good faith, go and ask those people that are working in tech and make make a hundred thousand a year, and ask them, does their day end at five? Okay, most my day, I don't make a hundred k a year, and my day don't always end at five. We know that that is not the okay. We know that's not the case, but the reality of it is, you can still make that money in a nine to five setting, which means sometimes you start late and early, but normally you have weekends. You also have vacation times, so there is structure. There are processes and pl- things in in place that you can actually enjoy your life with your family and still make that level of money. I don't want people to think that you can't make that level of money and you only can make that level of money if you're an entrepreneur, which means you'll always be busy and you 100% have to work 24 hours a day. There are people working desk jobs making that money and still being able to go home on the weekends. And some weekends they might have to work and some weekends they don't, but they have that that free time to invest in a relationship. I'm, I'm and that just... is more common than we think. I'm going to just say this to end it. I think part of the thing is we do have to recognize the role we play as the people, as us, Mm -hmm. that we're at fault to a degree for why we're not finding success. And I think that, like, something, like, these these must-haves in a person, like, 
let, let's try to make some of these things negotiable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then try to develop something because there is nobody ever that has gotten with somebody that had all of their must-haves. Ever. No, but why does the 100K have to be the must-have that I... No, sorry, not, we're not talking about... I'm not just... Oh, 100K all the, is all the, the, I'm all talking about six, six foot. Even <laughs> the six foot. Why does the six foot have to be the thing that is the negotiable for me? Like, I'm not talking what about... what does that mean? Because <laughs> it like might... Because what if I'm if what if I'm five ten and I want someone who's six two because I want to feel feminine in my heels? I have a friend Therapy. who is, I have no. Then that's the matriarchy. I have a, I, yeah. I have a friend who is five 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 ten, mm-hmm. and when she wears heels, obviously she's over six foot. She has dated people who they did. She felt that he didn't treat her as dainty and as feminine. Because she was as big as she is. She wants someone who makes her feel small. And that actually is more important than maybe his money. Sorry, he didn't make her feel? Yeah, like she she just didn't feel. She just felt like, no, there was just like, like, he can't obviously, not that he can't pick her up or anything like that. But there's just, there was just situations that she just didn't feel feminine. Okay, so I can see. Did this happen multiple times? Or yes, just the there time? was a relationship together. It's not no, like no, no. But how many times did guys who were who were not as tall as her not treat her like a lady and treat her daintily? Because if it's one guy, then it's like here we go with therapy again. Well, no, it's but, like but, but, one bad experience but, doesn't ruin. The but sometimes bunch. the six foot don't just drop on the list. And as an as a as a there's reasons why it's on the list. Do you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? People are not just throwing these things on the list just willy nilly. I feel like people think that there are reasons why there maybe are experiences why these things are now become non negotiables. And if if she feels that she's dated maybe one or multiple or had a four year relationship with someone and it felt that way, and now she's like actually that is more important to me than than I thought it was. What's wrong yeah, with that? Yeah, but what JC is saying, you can't utilize just one experience as the end all be all. But who's to say that people are? And also, that's what yes, you're saying you, she is, right? So well, I don't know the full I don't know the full length of her dating history, mm-hmm. but that is a non-negotiable and the and one of the ex, um examples that she was telling me was in her previous relationship how that made her feel and there was other situations in in, in terms of like money and all the, like right. that, so sorry i'm just a bit confused was it she felt less feminine because he wasn't that tall or he actually made her feel less feminine how are those questions different like he's actually no doing one things. is how he treated her how he and, treated her and one he, yeah she's saying how he treated her mm-hmm. made her feel like he wasn't treating her in this feminine or doing things that you would do like Dabbing gentlemen or like <laughs> he <Yeah>. wasn't <laughs> yeah what up my nigga like maybe Tall not ass. to that extent but he felt she felt that if she was maybe a smaller daintier woman yeah he might have treated her or no done but I think that's what JC ways. is saying is like you she can't utilize that one experience but who's as, okay. I hear what she you're saying. One insecure I hear, guy. Okay, no, mm-hmm. I hear what you're saying, but I'm saying is I don't know if that is the the only situation okay. that she's had. Because in that now sick. I'm thinking, but for someone to say that something is a non-negotiable for them normally is off multiple reasons, not just one experience. So one question: If a dude had a stipulation that uh, uh, if you want to be his girl, you have to be ten uh, percent body fat and under. Would that be ridiculous? Why? What do you mean? It's, it's because that's why? because in his experience, women over ten percent body fat don't make him feel like a man. Okay. You think that's that's an acceptable request? Okay, someone. this is the thing. I understand why these things sound wild. I'm not saying that it doesn't sound wild okay. to say that you want to have someone six foot and only six foot and it's a non-negotiable because there are amazing people under six foot and right. you could find the love of your life. Right. I'm aware right. okay. of those things, but I don't feel like we should be putting people down or telling them that this don't make sense if because of their background and the and the relationship they've had they've realized that actually it this needs to be a thing for them in order for them to feel comfortable yeah. because their history has shown them i don't that think it, that doesn't i don't think jc and i other, are otherwise. saying that mm-hmm. it's ridiculous or anything mm-hmm. we're just saying that you have to recognize that sometimes some of these things that are non-negotiable are preventing you from finding somebody. And the clock yeah. is for ticking. You. Which is true, but you're making it seem like some of these things are superficial things. I do think that's But that's some not superficial, superficial. Mm-hmm. when it comes, which six foot is not superficial when it's 
a situation like that, I feel like. Mm. I can understand if you're yeah, but if like, you're four, like if you're five two and you just like a six foot man, he he gotta be six foot girl, relax. But I feel like the but assumption five, is the assumption is, is from me. what you're saying is that based on just that situation that if she has a guy that's taller than her he's gonna treat her much differently and that's not true at all he can still or treat her as negative situation she has felt this i'm saying most people's lists is developed because of things they've experienced in the past or or i get want, that or once and but stuff so maybe she's dealt some with someone at six foot and he made her feel some type of way but he didn't have all the other things but she, and then she dealt with someone who had the other things but then he was five foot five foot something and he made her feel this way and now she's like on my ideal list mm-hmm. this is what i want but this is why i'm saying i feel like you got to make some of these things negotiable that's kind of what i'm getting at because okay because I'm not saying that you are a bad person or you are silly for wanting your your ideal list. What I'm saying is good luck. Simply because <laughs> simply because whether it's body uh, body mass index, body fat percentage, height, yeah. butt size, any right. any of that stuff. None of these things are things that you can work on, go to therapy for and come out on the other side a better person. If you say I need a man who is punctual as as minuscule as that sounded you said if if i have a man who's constantly running late i want nothing to do with him you can work on that i can encourage my boy and say bro don't miss out on this good ass girl because you're always constantly late don't do that that's stupid but if he's like yo she won't talk to me because i'm not six one bro and i'm just saying and it's and it's it's not it's never with me it's never uh uh black women need to do this no no no. it's 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 always a people right right? Right. but it's just like if your list has these requirements that people cannot work on or cannot they have these requirements that people can't achieve through personal growth then i say like just don't hold your breath because you're gonna wake up one day be 45 and alone because of something that was arbitrary right that's a good point which i completely agree but what if (laughs) Black man is on my list. I I feel like you is have that a, the same as six No, two? no, because I feel like there's there there's a there's more black men. I like Ty because she's smart. That was a really good question. That was a really good question. That was a really good question. But the thing is, I do think you have a, a chance of finding a, a, a just a black man right easier than necessarily someone who's over six two. Right, because black man encompasses all you, of them. You got me though. You got me though. Yeah, you got me. <laughs>